Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. We've got some great partners with the Creative Brew. First of all, Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. They've got some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. They also have a wide assortment of merchandise, toys, as well as back issue, finished comic, uh, comic books, and that I'm sure has some hidden gems in there. If you mention the Creative Brew, you'll get 10% off of your next purchase. You, you can also check them out on social media at Panels Coffee or go to panelscoffee.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order. And you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com and let's start extracting hope together. Another partner of mine is AstroPad. And if you're a digital creator like me and you constantly use your iPad Pro, you can actually use AstroPad to change your graphics tablet into another professional graphics tablet. Um, so you can use Photoshop, full versions of Adobe, Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, all your favorite programs right on your iPad Pro or graphics tablet. Um, this has been an awesome tool for me because I'm always having to do um, some fine tuning, editing, repainting, um, recoloring on, on various um, design projects or working on logos. AstroPad is a huge asset for me. Um, for teachers and, and uh, students and educators, they actually have a great deal going on right now. This is an annual subscription, so it's a, script, um, it's a, a subscription app, uh, but it's been a huge tool for me, and uh, I, I don't know what I would do without AstroPad. So you can check them out at AstroPad app or go to AstroPad.com. And my last sponsor is the CoboPod. CoboPod is a boutique video and audio production studio in, based in Oceanside, California. And if you're a podcaster, vlogger, content creator, uh, you honestly, you should really come by and check out the venue for yourself. Uh, anytime that I bring in a guest, they're amazed by the setup, amazed by the quality, the production value. Um, like I said, I, I think the Creative Brew just went up a notch. I actually went up uh, incredible levels uh, partnering up with CoboPod and I've been able to um, uh, create, you know, 4K uh, video um you know, everything looks great. Um, even the photographer that we have on staff, uh, you know, I'm, I use a lot of their photography for uh, for, for branded um, assets for the Creative Brew, um, as well as uh, the audio for my uh, podcast and my radio show. So um, if you want to feel like booking your session and maybe you're thinking about, you know, starting a podcast or maybe, heck, you want to just sit in one day, you know, I'm doing a, um, a podcast or a, I'm doing a show. Hey, come by, check it out. Um, see the venue, see the setup, check out everybody. It's a great vibe here. Um, but let's book your session today at cobblepod.org. And um, another sponsor is Baba Coffee that is here in, uh, um, I'm sorry, here in Carlsbad, California. Um, 
great vibes, good coffee. Um, I, I love the I love the setup over there. They uh, they actually offer uh, wine, coffee, dessert, food. Uh, I am I love the avocado toast over there. Check it out. Uh, that's one that I would recommend. And um, right now, they're actually every Sunday. They and it's actually going on right now. Is they have a uh, live music and uh, food trucks, I believe. So they'll have a, a chef there uh, as well as live music. So come by, uh, go by uh, Baba Coffee, and uh, they're there for a few hours. So they they usually have some different entertainment every every Sunday. So come, uh, go by there, check it out. Uh, so I want to give a special shout out to my to my new sponsor for the show, Baba Coffee. Today we have a. Uh, a new guest. Uh, I've been doing like a little mix of past guests and new guests. Uh, we we met through a uh, a mutual friend, uh, Mike Moore, and and um, I was you know checking her out. I was like, man, she's a animal. So she is. Uh, uh, if you don't know her, I'm sure a lot of people in the MMA and, and Jiu Jitsu community knows her. Uh, she she's actually a uh, I guess a nominee for the Fight of the Year. For my uh, Creative Brew audience, it, like I said, this is a, a new guest. It's someone to someone to check out. So I, I usually bring on like a mix of uh, thought leaders, athletes, entrepreneurs, creators, and uh, so this is someone I, I definitely wanted to meet and sort of get her insight and and her journey. And and um, but yeah, without further ado, I'll let uh, Amanda um, tell a little bit about her and and where she's at now. Okay, so uh, my name is Amanda Levy. Um, I am 25 years old. I um, started in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I was 11 um, because my dad and my uncle would always watch the UFC and they like loved it. So I guess they just assumed it would be a great um, sport for me, me and my brother to get into. Um, and then he like threw me in my first tournament in like four months. I had like absolutely no idea what I was doing. I still can't believe he like threw me in my tour my first tournament and I had no idea what was going on. But um I guess like, you know, die by the fire, live or die by the fire kind of thing. Like <laughs> just throw it through right in. <laughs> and um, I just have been competing in jiu-jitsu ever since that first tournament. Um, I've won worlds multiple times at different belt levels. Um, I've competed against like some of like the best in the world and then some of the best MMA fighters too for jiu-jitsu. Like uh, Katzengano, I grappled her when I was 16 years old. Um, Sarah McMahon, I grappled her when I was like not. 18 or 19 years old um and it's just been really cool just to to even come across like high level women like that um so yeah so now I'm, I'm transitioning more in the MMA um where that's like my 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 goal is now is it, it's always been MMA but um for a while I was having trouble getting a- amateur MMA fights and then once I couldn't get couldn't get them, I was just like, screw this, we're going professional. <laughs> so I just again threw myself into the professional and I had my first um professional debut in August for the PFL, um, which is like a cool, it's like a, a, a top organization. Um, they pay well, they treat their fighters super awesome. Um, and I won that in August. And then I took that momentum over to September, which is where I um, fought Gabby Garcia, who was the number one, um, well, the number, the, the favorite of that tournament. And then she's also the number one in, in our weight classes, which, which is 145 plus, but her weight class realistically is like two over 250. <laughs> so, um, that was really an interesting match. So if you guys want to check that out, it's on YouTube, Amanda Levy versus Gabby Garcia. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much my story. Well, 145 and up. That's just, it's just a broad, 
So anyone could just come in. And so, so do you have to, with that, did you have to be like a certain uh, uh, belt level in that certain competition or I didn't know? Yeah, so that was like an invitational. So you had to be invited. Okay. Yeah, so it was like an eight women bracket and then they like handpicked um, who the competitors were. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> one forty one forty five and up. Wow, that's that's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> that, which I, I knew I was gonna face her just because I was seated eighth and she was seated first. So I'm like, oh obviously she's gonna be my first match. Um and she was and it was cool to be able to go against her because I've always seen her and I've seen girls that I've competed against go against her a lot. Yeah. And I was like, Oh man, I wonder how I could do against her if they're doing like fairly decent. And then yeah. I just went out there and probably did the best match of my life. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that, and I guess that's where you get the, the moniker, uh, the, the giant slayer from. Uh, so is that, is that something you, I, I know you were sort of, you've been sort of transitioned between your jiu-jitsu and MMA, but did you, is that something you wanted to keep um, going forward with your, with your uh, MMA career? Um, possibly. So, uh, I think just because I never had anyone actually give me a nickname. Like, I feel like you can't nickname yourself. <laughs> like, I want the nickname given to me. <laughs> yeah. So I might keep it for MMA. I'm not really sure yet, especially because my division for MMA, um, a lot of the girls are a lot bigger. So the PFL only has a 155 division for women. And mm -hmm. I really am 155, 160-ish. So um, a lot of the girls are, like, cutting from, like, 170 180 and coming down to 155 where i'm like just walking around here naturally so i mean i guess it would kind of work <laughs> at the to keep the name for the you know the giant slayer but we'll see yeah, yeah. so did you uh did, so you have you ever uh wrestled did you wrestle or anything like in uh high school or college or anything no so i tried to but i went to a catholic school in philly oh, okay they wouldn't let me because i was a girl so that was like yeah. a whole archdiocese and stuff which was cool because i got like a lot of publicity out of that um, I was on like three or four different news stations. Uh, yeah, it was like, it was so cool. Um, I was in like a couple big papers in, in the Philly area. Um, so that was like neat for the publicity. I mean, it sucks. I never got to wrestle, but, yeah. um, it was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the hot, hottest foreign, uh, hottest, hottest growing sport right now is uh, girls wrestling. Uh, I just started wrestling at this club, um, in Jersey. So yeah. I got my feet wet with that. And I actually love it. I think it's so much fun. I'm like, Damn, I wish I would have been able to do this in uh, high school. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's wild. It's yeah, it's one of those. Like, I'll, I'll do a little uh, some some jujitsu too, and it's it's helped me out considerably. I mean, especially just going into like, a couple of competitions, and uh, you know, someone that might be better from a uh, submission standpoint. You know, me having you know twenty plus years of experience, like knowing how to stay in good position and having good helps and. Uh, having good pressure, uh, it, it helped me out considerably. Um, yeah, my um, so my boyfriend um, wrestled in college, but I never really looked at wrestling until I started dating him. And now I'm like obsessed with wrestling, and I'm just I'm <laughs> like I love watching it because it's, it's such a different intensity than jujitsu is. Oh I, yeah, I always said like jujitsu is like the surfer bro version of wrestling. Like it's all it's very like laid back. Like no one it's a way laid back way more laid back game than wrestling is where wrestling is like super intense it's constantly a go game like uh where jujitsu you can just sit there and just chill for a second and catch your breath where wrestling there's no like waiting a second <laughs> yeah that's what I, I usually get a lot of my uh, lot, uh some of the fighters that I'll, I'll train with we'll do some uh, uh do some rolling around and and my my pace is 
it's still it's still high um and uh a lot of them can't deal with that and then uh usually when they get winded or they're like some of them don't have like great cardio and i'm just like all over them then they just give it then they just give it up but i'm, I'm starting to learn now more of the uh, uh intricacies of, of jiu-jitsu and knowing uh knowing when i can sort of you know like you said uh get a little bit more relaxed like you know chill out for a minute um uh, no, and someone gets too over aggressive, no, you can take an arm or a leg. So it's it's pretty cool. So playing that that little chess game there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I I the submissions are cool in jujitsu. The yeah. rest and stuff and wrestling is just like unmatched. I love it. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so right now, I mean, like I said, this is the you know the title of the show is the Creative Brew, and and I, I like to see. I think the the thing that uh, fascinates me is just even with the the different people that I bring on there's still that sort of concept of uh, creativity and how that how do you incorporate that in your own personal life and and me being a uh, you know a graphic designer and a show host and everything else um, I always see creativity as a, a very important uh, facet for for a lot of the things that I, that I do um, for for you how do, how do you view uh, creativity uh, you know as far as in your competition training um, mindset uh, everything else how do you incorporate that? Um, I try to use it mostly like in practice. So um, like just experimenting with new things or even like going against like an opponent that is super high paced with me just so yeah. that, because I feel like if you like overthink too much, if, if you're overthinking creativity, it doesn't come as natural. You know yes. what I mean? So like, if I'm, like if I want to find something, I like I'll have trouble finding it, but where, if I'm just flowing and just going up creating stuff as I'm going along, I just feel like it clicks way more um, easy for me. Um, I love like watching, uh, you know, different people and just seeing um, like the matches they do and, and going off of, you know, if I see something that they're doing and trying it in practice and, you know, coming up with a better sequence than that, what they, you know, had on video, whatever. Um, but um, I'd probably say like the main thing I love to do is like try new things because I feel like trying new things, like a different outlet other than jujitsu, like it just gives me a different perspective when I come back to like the jujitsu mats. Um, like uh, we're, we're actually gonna try line dancing next week, me and my boyfriend. <laughs> um, so um, I tried snowboarding like last week, um, just because I, I like going out and trying new things just because like, like I said, it gives you that different perspective when I get back yeah. to the mats. And it makes me appreciate jujitsu you know, because I'm like, oh, man, like, I'll look at a snowboard and be like, man, they are so cool at snowboarding. But if they watched me on the jiu-jitsu match, they'd be like, oh, my God, that is so cool. How does she do all that, right? So, <laughs> like, it's cool to, to just get out of your your um, comfort zone, I would say, and or your art and, you know, explore out other options and see how, how other people are doing things and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the truth. It's when I was worried, uh, I think uh, I find – you know, even from a athletic standpoint, the more that people tend to experiment and, and try out different things or even, you know, things outside of their own sport, you know, I, I think once they can bring those experiences in, I think that's where, you know, you're able to, uh, honestly, from, from a science standpoint, it actually um, um, creates new connections in your brains. Uh, in your brain, so um, you're you're able to um, you know connect the dots quicker on, on various things, um, and like I said, in your case, you're able to you know 
become a little bit more creative in, in situations and more adaptable or resourceful. Uh, I, I think that's that's been one of the biggest things that I've, I've sort of noticed, even with a lot of fighters, is sometimes they, you know, they, not to say, I, you know, it's good to stick with, with what works, but sometimes, you know, especially if you're trying to grow as a fighter, you know, you have to get those outside experiences in. You have to get another, maybe another perspective from a different coach or maybe from someone that ha has no clue about the sport whatsoever, you know, get that perspective in and then see if that, you know, if you can incorporate that or, or, or not. Um, I think, uh, I think you, you, uh, that's a great point is just being able to, to use those different experiences and use that as part of your uh, creative, creative outlet. Um, yeah. Like broadening the horizons kind of thing that's what i like love doing just going yeah. out trying different um i know um i'm pretty lucky too because i've been to um a lot of different jujitsu schools over the last you know 13 years of training so i've gotten mm -hmm. different looks from different coaches whereas some people stay with one because that's like a big thing in jujitsu is like loyalty to like your school yeah. which i get and i get to an extent but um, I think if you want to be like, like if you want to like broaden your horizons and, and, and get like that extra edge, I think you have to um, like look for different options or even training different training partners just to get, again, keep you constantly um, facing like a different adversity so that you can, you know, experiment and, and see um, different openings for. So um, I've been to like five different schools over the last 13 years and then um, different people like help, helped mentor me um, in those schools. So I've gotten a lot of different looks over the years from um, different jiu-jitsu people, which is pretty nice. That's cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, advocate for, for cross training. I tell, uh, I do a, a little, uh, I'm actually a part-time wrestling coach. I, I, I help out with my fighters with their wrestling. Uh, but uh, I, I tell them, hey, look, like go to another gym. Like I need you to get another, you know, perspective. I was like, cause I'm not going to know everything. If, if, a coach says, hey, look, you need to, I mean, and what you talked about, yes, I'm real big on loyalty, but at the same time, too, if you want your fighter to grow um, and you're, you have a culture that allows people to sort of grow as their own fighter, you're not going to have any kind of, uh, you know, you're not going to feel like, well, if I let them go, they're not going to come back. You're not going to have that. Um, you know, if you feel confident as a coach, let them go, like let them, you know, grow as a person. I, I guarantee you they're, they're going to come back to, to the people they're loyal to and, and continue training, but they have to be able to get those outside experiences uh, to be able to, to grow because, you know, you do that, you just, you put a limit on, on somebody's, um, you know, potential. Um, you know, if you just say, hey, look, you know, you just stay with this gym and then and that's it. I mean, it's just, you can't do that. Um, so I'm a big, big advocate for, for cross training. Um, and I know it's sort of weird how some of those coaches, are not, you know, they're like, no, stay here. And um, yeah, I just, uh, I wish more, more coaches would, would do that and, and not feel the fear of feeling like, well, I'm going to lose my, my best fighter if I, you know, let them go to another gym. And, you know, I think ultimately it's up to that fighter anyway, but I think if you, you have that trust factor and you give them that, that leadway, they're, I think they're going to come back naturally. They're not going to just leave. But. Yep, exactly. Like, it just like goes to show you too. Like, if you're confident as a teacher or a coach or whatever, that they should, you know, like you should be able to let them go if you're confident enough that in your abilities too. So I yeah. like that. Yep. Um, 
So, uh, so right now, I mean, you know, I, I know you have a, a lot of things going, and uh, I know you're you're a busy woman. But what what things are inspiring you right now? What things, um, you know, you you wake up in the morning before you get you know get ready to train or or even getting ready for for a fight? You know, what things are um, are driving driving you right now? Um, so I'm always like a goal oriented person. I've always been like that. Like, uh, if I don't have something like to strive for, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, so, um, right now what's a big motivating factor for me is I started school back in September and I'm, I'm just starting my spring semester now. Um, so I didn't go to college right after high school. I like took a six year break, um, so I just started back in September and getting like my feet wet with like relearning things that I forgot and like having to be on more of a schedule because now I have to fit in um, like schoolwork along with training yeah. uh, and um, a really good like motivator for me because I'm like, okay, like I'm just constantly on a on a schedule every single day <laughs> where I'm like waking up, eating, training, schoolwork, training, schoolwork like going to bed repeat like all the time so um it's definitely keeping me on track and not um I guess too now that I'm paying for my college uh that's another big thing too right so um, when I was like in high school I was always like just did what I had to do to get by could have been like a way better student but again I like was like athletic I did all the sports and then I just did what I had to do average student whatever um but now that I'm actually in school and I'm paying for it myself and I can appreciate, um, an education more. Uh, I like, I'm actually taking it seriously. Like I am worried about my grades. I'm worrying about studying. So, um, it's, uh, definitely been a big motivating factor for me just because I want to, you know, have a life after fighting. So, um, I think a lot, it's what a lot of people like miss, like, yeah, you can be the best fighter, um, you can do all the things, but at the end of the day, what are you going to do after fighting? And um, so that's what I'm trying to uh, like look forward to too. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not missing any training. I'm not like I, I'm not I'm not compromising my training for school right now. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it at my own pace, taking it taking it easy, um, just so I can have a better future after fighting. So once I'm done fighting and I want to have a family, I can start doing that. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a great point. Um, I, I think a lot of a lot of fighters feel like this is the the, the end all be all. They like, no, it's it's just a platform. You're just on a larger platform for for something else greater. Um, you know, you got the you know if you want to be in you know pursue a, a social movement or be an advocate for it or the creative arts or start a business or you know even or even having that foundation from an educational standpoint, like you've got a great platform with with uh what you're doing between mma and and um and grappling to to be able to do um the things that you want to do and i think a lot of them feel like you know i want to get to the ufc and then that's it and i'm like no it's never it's never it i mean especially if uh and that one of the big things uh even with me um starting to uh been training wrestling forever but really getting you know starting to get into jiu-jitsu and different concepts is like you're never like you're never gonna stop learning like you're always gonna be you're literally gonna be a white belt forever um and you will keep learning and uh you'll you'll keep uh bringing in new styles or or new ways of thinking and and use that to 
uh, goes to the next level of your life. Um, I think some people don't realize that. I think some people are like, I want to be a black belt and then that's it. I'm like, no, it's you, you're still learning. Um, you don't use it, you lose it too. A lot of yeah. people don't use it too. I mean, I, don't, I, I would imagine it's kind of the same for wrestling. And not that you lose it all, but your timings gets a little bit yeah. and like <laughs> the moves get a tiny bit hazy. But um, you know what too, what helped me was um, in 2020, I was actually supposed to go professional at the end of 2020. And I tried to get medicals done and there was like something showed up on my MRI of my brain. And they were basically telling me that I could never fight again. And I went like through a depression thinking like, I identified myself as a fighter right for so long and i'm like oh my god like it just got taken away from me like who who am i supposed to be now so at all of 2021 it was just me trying new things uh getting back to training once i got cleared uh because i got cleared in uh february of 2021 and um it was just me trying new things and like being comfortable with knowing that this is going to end like identifying it as a fighter will one day end um yeah. which isn't a bad which isn't necessarily a bad thing um but it like once i found out that i couldn't fight i literally like tore everything out of me but now that i can accept it and like know that it's going to end now and now that i'm able to actually fight again thank god but um <laughs> uh just like having that identity ripped off of me was just so like was completely devastating for me so that's also what led me to go back to school because I'm like, okay, well, if I can't fight, like I need to think of stuff to do that I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy. I don't want to be at, at a friggin' dead end job and like hating my life. <laughs> so yeah. um, that was like another motivating factor for me was realizing that I just can't identify as a fighter my whole life. That's cool. So what, so what are you going to, uh, what are you going to school for? Uh, nursing. So healthcare. That's cool. Uh, so my, both my parents are nurses and don't get me wrong. They complain sometimes, but they're, they like out of everyone that I know, like adult wise, um, they probably complain the least amount ever that I've heard. And <laughs> I guess because it's a fulfilling job, if you're helping people, um, yeah. that was like another motivating factor for me. And I'm like a people person. So, um, we will, we will see how it goes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's an end. That uh, especially the nursing industry that is in hot demand um, right now. So you you will you'll always have a job in nursing. So um, man, that's, that's that's great for you. Good deal. Um, so right now, uh, this is something that I ask all my guests: uh, What is a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Um, I would probably say. Um, practice on being less judgmental um 2021 was a big year for me i've i feel like i was doing everything right everything right so um i practiced was was big on practicing being non-judgmental uh, and i was exploring a lot um you know just getting out of my own environment uh my typical environment and um i was talking to a lot of different people like just exploring um, so I would say my creative tip is to just get out of your comfort zone, go and do stuff, action, action. That was a huge thing for me. Action, not complaining about things and just doing stuff. If, if you have to, you know, I don't know, write a paper and I wouldn't complain about it. I would just do it. Once it was done, it was done. 
I had nothing to complain about after that. So, <laughs> um, action, uh, is a, is a big key, key factor for me, at least. That's, that's awesome. Too. That, that sort of goes back to something uh, I, I'd heard a while back. Uh, it's actually from a, um, a speaker and he just talked about your, uh, your action, your action being your true religion. Like we can believe and we can you know, pray for certain things, but until you put the action in to actually, you know, make it a fact, uh, make it an actual reality, then it's it's still gonna be a daydream. But it's like you, like you've got to put in the action, got to put in the work, um, and and just staying staying consistent. Um, yep. So, so like great I, joke. Oh, I want to do some. I want to do this. I literally went and did it the next week. I made sure I did it. Um, and you know, it annoys the crap out of me is people who are because uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of adults in my life growing up that always were like. Oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to do this. I don't have the time to do that. I'm like, make the damn time, make the time. Like I'm like an adult now. And like, if I want to do something, I make the time to do it. Like I am not going to be the person that goes, Oh, I don't have any time. I'm, I will make that time available for me. I don't care if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. So have that attitude people. <laughs> yep. That, uh, yep. That, yep. That time. You saying you don't have time, it's it's an illusion. Uh, you you make the time for it. Exactly. That, that's that's great. Um, so uh, right now, I mean, what are some what are some words uh, words of wisdom before we sign off? What's some words of wisdom that you can give our audience? It could be uh, something that you know once people hear hears this episode, or it could be a couple of years from now when Amanda's blown up and they're like, oh, I might want to check this episode out. Uh, what's some words of wisdom that you can give our audience? Um, I would say probably <clears throat> keep, keep moving. Don't stand, don't stand still. Just keep moving forward. Keep doing some, something inch by inch. You'll get better at it. I went snowboarding last week. I sucked at it. So guess what I'm doing this weekend? Snowboarding. <laughs> so I want to get good at it. So I'm going to get good at it. Um, if you want it, go and get it. Right now, what are some uh, upcoming projects that you're brewing on? I know you do a lot of uh, seminars and you've got other things going on. Um, what's uh, what's some upcoming uh, things that you're you're working towards? Um, I have a few seminars, um, which I'm like super excited for. The one is in Colorado, so it'll be, just be nice to go to Colorado because it's a place I always wanted to go to. Um, but I'm looking forward to an MMA fight in like the springish, Aprilish, Mayish. Um, so the PFL that I fight for there, they don't have their first card until around that time. So, um, that's when I'm assuming I'm going to fight. So I'm preparing, like I'm going to be fighting in May or April, April or May. Um, and I have a grappling match in March. Um, that hasn't been announced yet. So I don't know if I can announce it. So I won't say anything, but, um, that's a really, that's going to be an awesome match because it's against a girl that I've always wanted to uh, compete against. So it's, it'll be cool. It'll be on a big, bigger stage. Um, so I have that and um, just trying to get better at little things like snowboarding, maybe some line dancing if I like it next week. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> great. Great. Um, so how can people reach out to you for any kind of uh, potential fights, uh, media inquiries, uh, other opportunities? What's the best way to reach out to you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at um, Amanda Levy underscore MMA and also um, Amanda Levy, our info number four, Amanda Levy at gmail.com. <laughs> 
Great. Well, uh, like I said, uh, continuing success uh, for, for 2022 for you. Good luck on all your upcoming uh, fights and opportunities. Uh, I hope you wipe out everybody. Um, oh, also too, how did the, did you, have you got a shirt? Did you, did you get the new Giant Slayer shirt? It's great. It, it looks right. absolutely awesome. Thank you so much for the design. It was, it was literally perfect. Good deal, good deal. Glad you like it. Um, so uh, once again, hey, this has been a another great episode with Amanda. Thank you for uh, for, for for you coming on. Um, you get a chance, please check out all the things that she's got going on. Um, she's tough. Number one, I'm gonna say number one, number one grappler in the world. I'm going to call that out right now. Uh, if you see her on the PFL, and I'm sure she'll be knocking out some people here in the next fight or, or, or so. Um, so uh, thank you, uh, thank you again. Um, once again, there's different ways to support this show. If you want to check it out, uh, if you're interested in the show, you can go to www.5mancoffee.com forward slash the creative brew. And for the cup of a, uh, for the for the price of a cup of coffee, you can help support the show. Uh, also too, this show will be on all of our podcast platforms on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook podcast and Apple podcast. And then uh, video portion will be on YouTube as well. Snippets of this will be on Instagram. And then the, um, oh, also the full video show will be on uh, the uh, Facebook uh, page for The Greater Brew. And another great episode with me, your show host, Quantel Langford, and Amanda, be creative, stay inspired.